Okay. Uh, Zevon did not like it. <laughs> no, just let, just shoot from the hip. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to Small Brains. Big, famous last words. Um, <laughs> you got small brains in the mind. Small brains, big, famous last words. Okay. Well, we tried. The like, biggest. You know the well, most famous. You know what? We were saying for the end, we can just tell them yeah, now. Let's yeah, let's just let's do it now. now. Just to be clear, none of us are, relate, are related by marriage, except for Teresa and I. And then... <laughs> Starting really and then well. Teresa, <laughs> and then Evan and I are related by blood. Should I play the theme music again? Should we start over? No, no, no. We, we don't need to start over. Come on. Come on. No. We got, pull up. Pull up. Pull none up. of us are related by marriage except Teresa and I. It's true. Is it not true? It's true. <laughs> All right. I don't know what your problem is. It sounds like everything I've said so far is true. Uh, my name is Andrew Alden. Uh, I'm Teresa Alden. And you are? I'm married to neither of them. <laughs> but we are married, but we do not share blood, Teresa and I. And Evan and I are related by blood, but are not married. Correct? We, we don't share blood frequently, but <laughs> genetically, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm Evan. Okay. Uh, just, just Evan. Recurring guest. Recurring guest, Evan, the yeah. one name wonder. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Ichiro. You're like <laughs> Or Ichiro. Okay, yeah, this is our 51st episode. Shout out to Ichiro, Shout out 51. Ichiro. So Evan, being besides to glom a couple free meals off of Teresa and I, he is here because we are relaunching, as of this week, Small Brains Big Picks. A format change, always a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just reboot, you know, time flies and this is what, the second, the third time that we've brought it back because life gets busy mm-hmm. and... We did our thing for a while. We had the Red Sox only. You remember the Red Sox only Red podcast? Sox Mondays. Red Sox Mondays. Those we did that for a syrup. minute. We did Red Sox Mondays, which we would never do now. Back when the Red Sox were good. Mm-hmm. They have since one And then we series. did Small Brains Big Picks, and then the pandemic hit, and then we did uh, Humans of Quarantine, and then we brought back Small Brains Big Picks, and now like we're just we're going to try it again in a different type of way. Yeah, I'd like to think of it like uh, the James Bond. You know, early on we had Sean Connery, it's a classic. And then we move on to Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton, and it's okay. And then we had Pierce. Now we're coming to Pierce Brosnan, I think. You think we're Pierce Brosnan? I think we're Pierce Brosnan, James we're Bond. Right Daniel, now. Daniel Craig is what, in our mid 50s? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. You know, <laughs> something to work towards. Something. But I, I'm excited for the new thing. It's going to be a lot more uh, a- chauvinistic. Oh, I thought I was just going by the Pierce Brosnan. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's going to be chauvinistic and sexist. and uh, No, it won't be. So Pierce Brosnan minus Can we get a sidekick named Pussy Glore? <laughs> I don't think Teresa wants you to call it that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Uh, this is Famous Last Words. Uh, and today we are discussing the 11-time Oscar nominee and cult sensation everything everywhere all at once a movie featuring performances and uh directed by the daniels this is a a a kung fu i'm going to try not to color my comments this is a kung fu movie uh and also i guess so it's mostly kung fu okay uh it also features a chinese family that owns a laundromat in the valley i think it's the valley looks like the valley 
and uh, they can kind of go between universes. And this is the worst version of Michelle Yeoh that exists, and she's a mother. But he's not going to color his comments. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's what she's supposed to oh, be. In the oh, movie, yeah. the in the movie. worst version. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. remember her name because, you know, as much exposition is dumped in the movie, they don't only say her name like twice. I think it's Evelyn. Evelyn. Um, but I'm not coloring my comments. Um, and they have a daughter who is also nominated for an Oscar. She's she's everything spice. Uh, she's like, you know, she wears lots of costumes. Um, the movie's also nominated for Oscar for costume design, which it deserves. Uh, and yeah, it's two hours and 20 minutes. And it's a movie that uh, a lot of people liked, including you. How do you know? What makes you think I liked it? I'm guessing you liked it. That's kind of why we brought you on the podcast. Yeah. This was a trap. <laughs> yeah. This might be one I of those lo- ones I where love a trap. maybe Andrew and I both didn't like it and yeah. we needed we needed the other side because we, sure. d- we didn't quite get it it's why everyone loves it so much. Yeah. Um, so you saw this movie twice, correct? Yeah, I saw it in the theaters and then I watched it literally like five days ago. Okay. So... Yeah, what what did you like about no 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 shade intended? What did you like? I'll about bring this movie? the shade. I love the shade. <laughs> okay, what uh, did you like about this movie? <laughs> um, well, so on a basic like uh, macro level, I think it's something that I bet you guys would would at least uh, intellectually agree on. This movie is rare in the in 2023. This is a movie that is 100% original. Like. This movie doesn't follow another movie's plot. It doesn't take ideas. Like every moment that happens in the movie, I'm like, how did they? How do they think of this? Like this, it's it's it uses multi dimensions, which obviously has been done before. But it's just like it's it's so. Our father would tell us that you can't modify the word, word unique, but I'll do it anyway. It's so unique. It's so wildly Very unique. One of a kind. Um, in every aspect, like this movie has not been done before, and there is not a moment in the movie when you know what is going to happen next. I, if you guys thought you could predict the ending or the beginning or the middle, that's fantastic. Good for you. I didn't feel like it was predictable, and I think eighty-five percent of movies that I watch, I think I can tell you in the first fifteen minutes how it's going to end. Um, so that's one thing that I really appreciate about it is. The originality. Aside from that, it's visually really amazing. The costume is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's like 12 metaphors built into every single scene if you seek them out. Um, or you can also just watch it on a surface level and be like, this is a kung fu movie. But I also thought like within every action, you're there's, they're unpacking a lot of different stuff about life as an immigrant, about... Uh, the relationship with your parents when you're when you're queer um uh, tons of different things of that nature like they're unpacking stuff but everyone tries to do that in 2023 right like unpack difficult social issues and so i just watched um uh the eddie murphy movie um uh where eddie murphy jonah hill movie I can't remember what it's called. Oh at the moment. yeah, uh, um, Stoltz or something. No no, 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 not Schultz. That's a different. That's a different thing. People, but the something people. Yeah, is it you people? You is people. That what it's called. Yeah. Um, and it was like it was so bad, and just in the fact that it's like it's a movie that's a conversation about race and a conversation about interracial relationships, but it's bad because it's like 
they have to tell you to your face every two and a half seconds that it's a movie about interracial relationships and like it's so heavy-handed and so like hey we're talking about interracial relationships hey guess what this is how you should feel we're gonna over dramatize and over like hit you in the head with this message and I think everything, everywhere, all at once, all the time, I never get it right, whatever it is. <laughs> everything, everything, everything. Everything, everything, <laughs> some things, all the things. Most of the things. Um, the, whatever the Beatles song is called. Um, it, it's like, it doesn't hit you over the head with that, which is oh, not see, unique. I thought it did. I thought it did hit you over the head with, yeah. like, I thought it did hit you over the head many times with, like, their story, who they are. I didn't ever know what they were fighting for or against. I thought that was confusing. Um, what did you think, Teresa? Yeah, my my big thing with... Well, connected to what Evan said, I think that you're right that like it feels completely unique and like original, um, which it definitely is, and it's just pretty creative and adventurous and imaginative. But the thing that I kind of had an issue with, besides the humor, but we'll get to that, some of the like bad humor. Um, the thing that I kind of had an issue with it, it was trying to like cram way too many things into one movie, like way too many genres, way too many references. So a lot of the things that like seemed maybe original were actually like pulled from different films. I can see that. It was a lot. It so was it was like it was to its name. It was everything everywhere yeah. all at once. Like, yeah, it lives up it to its title. Every every frame <laughs> is a lot. Yeah. And so it's like a lot of references, which is great. I mean, film as Andrew would say is a referential medium, but um I just felt like I couldn't like get attached to one thing because it kept like changing over and over again. And then I could understand that it was like all a big metaphor and an allegory, which is great. And I think that's what like film does work well in that way. Um, but I think sometimes it was a little heavy handed. It was like a little bit like I, I had the most trouble with like the daughter because I thought like them talking about the relationship with the mother and the daughter and the daughter, you know, is gay and which is like an even bigger deal to like, like an immigrant, an immigrant family, family and sure. like the traditions and the grandfather is there and it shows like the intergenerational trauma. But it was like, sometimes I felt like her, her character was like a little silly and not in a good way. Like it lost some of the heart and the impact okay. of like, the mother-daughter relationship, the like the nihilism that they were trying to talk about with like the everything bagel and like how she's trying to destroy the world because she's depressed and like I think it was like all there and they just like got it a little bit too messy for my taste. Mm. Okay, there's a number of times where I saw it like exhaled audibly because it was just like <laughs> like the scene where it's outside the laundromat and she's just like I'm gonna let you go okay mom you under finally get me and she's like but I'm not going to because I'm a mother it's just like for fuck's sake like I just thought like the movie really tells you how to feel it doesn't leave anything open for interpretation there's no there it's like they have what they want you to feel very specifically and it's not complex in any way, shape, or form, besides they say, well, it's complex because it's relation human relationships. Yes, but, like, it doesn't, it doesn't let you, 
because of the style of movie it is, it doesn't let you like reflect on anything in any sort of way. And I'm going to pivot us into what I think is like the really thing where, which is like, I can forgive the movie if not for this next thing, which is like, this should have been called Van Wilder's everything everywhere all at once. Because say you're, you're scared, you're scared of dildos. Is that the problem? I'm scared of dildos. I'm scared of I'm scared of, of hot wait, wait. dog figures. I'm scared of dildos. I'm terrified. Um, that no, 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 I'm, that no. the the scene where he jumped on the butt plug is funny. I was like, what the fuck is this? That movie? shit Are is we so funny. You Will don't think Ferrell that was funny? movie from 2003? I was like, rolling on the ground laughing watching. Oh, it. see, I, I was ready to shut off the movie at that point. Like, had had we not just really. You know, yeah, I was. That yeah. shit is so yeah. fucking funny. The thought, hot dog fingers, the ketchup and mustard made me uncomfortable. But the <laughs> the whole hot dog fingers thing, because I mean, it's, and you can get back to your point. I didn't mean, don't mean to cut you off, but the the, the like, the, what I th- like about that actually, the ridiculousness is like. Everyone does multi-universe stuff. Like the multi-verse mm-hmm. thing is sure. very is very heavily done in this day and age. But like exploring the vast ridiculousness of the like the fucking rock, like just the idea of the multiverse oh, of that. like everything everything could happen, and so you could be a rock, you could be a human with hot dog fingers because t- ten thousand years ago. A hot dog finger caveman beat up a human fingered caveman. Like every universe possible exists, and so within those universes are some of the rid- most ridiculous things you can imagine. Because everything you can imagine exists. I like that. I thought that that was like something you've never seen before. And I just like it doesn't add to the plot. I fully agree it doesn't add to the plot. The whole idea of like you having to do something ridiculous to jump verses which they kind of so funny which they kind of drop near the end of the movie movie really yeah i mean because she thinks her way into a number of scenarios near the end of the movie she just thinks of it and she's there which i guess yeah. michelle yo is supposed to be well because like, she's she's supreme she's, she's supreme so yeah. she can think her way into anything yeah right she made herself like joe do or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Wakataki. Yeah, yeah. She says it wrong every time, anyway, so we can say it wrong too. <laughs> right. The the humor, it just, I just feel like How it was like young boy humor. Like <laughs> they will dick never jokes, move back dick jokes as long as men have dicks and we're all immature and trying to figure it out. We will never move back dick past dick jokes. I know, but it's supposed to be like lady power led movie and then all this dick joke stuff comes up and I'm just like, ugh, what is this like 2006 Will Ferrell movie? Like, Ooh, what? I, I think, I think like thinking about like the, act, like the acting is great. If not kind of like, you know, they're great ensemble of cast. The guy who mm-hmm. doesn't give Seinfeld his table is the grandfather. Like it's, <laughs> That's it. That's who he's from. Yeah. Oh my god! I was thinking Blade Runner. I've been holding like, that in oh, for days. Huh? Um, Cartwright four. Uh, um, I, I think that this movie is such a phenomenon because of where we are in this cultural moment, where we've been beaten down for over ten years of Marvel movies, and a movie that's just a little adjacent of those that has like. A heart. different way of uh, yeah, it has heart, but a different way of doing those things, and a lot of the same themes exist. Like, there's no way at the end. Like, speaking of like not knowing where this movie's going, you know the good guys are going to win in this movie. T 
two seconds into like the laundromat bit where they're going around the laundromat and the husband is sure probably yeah you know what i mean like I there, there's that. no way that they aren't going to come out on top which is fine but i think like we live in a moment that like movies have kind of run aground in a lot of ways that like movies that are fairly act adequate like we live in a world that like Maybe 20 years ago, we had many more movies that were original, new ideas, new ideas for screenplays, and now we're dealing with a lot of adaptations, a lot of reboots, and so the cultural moment was right for this movie. And I could be wrong, and I, you know, I want the Daniels to make movies. I want to live in a world where mm-hmm. they can do their thing. It's not anything about that. It's just this wasn't for me. But I don't think this movie's going to age well. I think that like in 10 years, this movie will come on. It's going to be like, oh. This feels so much like 2022, just the same way that if you watch Men in Black, it should be, oh, that feels like the 90s. But people still like Men in Black. I'm not saying people (laughs) won't like it. I'm going to say it's good. It's going to age. It's like a product of its era. It's a product of its time. Which is not a bad thing. I feel that. And I I feel, I don't, I don't even think that that's necessarily a knock on the movie. I, but I Mm -hmm. I feel like that could be true. Um, Another thing that I really like about the movie um, is... I love the, I like, and I've just recently, like, through seeing multiple versions of this, decided I really like this idea of, like, commentary on a simple, like, like a movie that could have been a simple family drama taken mm-hmm. into, because I don't really like sci-fi type shit, right. usually, mm-hmm. but, like, movies that are, like, about a simple, like, regular social issue taken to sci-fi shit which is what it's like why i love and there's multiple examples but this is always the first one i think of why i love lovecraft country like taking a story about racism in the south and putting fucking monsters with 27 eyes into it like i think that's sweet taking a story about like an immigrant family dealing with middle class life and the difficulties of moving to a country and a queer kid which is a movie that has been made before and a thought that has often been like a is a social reality that many people go through and putting it in this ridiculous bizarre wild context um and the crass humor is definitely not for everyone like if y'all don't like it you don't like it and Mm -hmm. no one's gonna force you guys to like someone jumping on a butt plug Um, (laughs) right (laughs) but i do think it's cool Personally, and again, this is not something you guys need to like, but I do personally like taking like a, a an idea that could have been a normal, chill movie with actors sitting around and having drama within their family household and storming out and slamming the door and turning it into you slam the door and you walk out with hot dog fingers and like <laughs> extending the ridiculousness of it in order to make a point, I think is, is cool. Mm-hmm. I like that genre. It does bring me to one of my main points I wanted to make in talking about this was that my big issue was like it took literally everything too far. Like I was enjoying so many parts of the beginning of the movie. Like when they start doing the kind of kung fu Mm -hmm. choreographed sequences, I was like, oh, this is super cool. And then they like kept doing it and they were more over the top. And then the butt plug like became part of it. And it was just like they just kept accelerating. And same thing with like. Um, you know, yeah, just like a ton of, I'm trying to think of what else, um, the humor, like the humor started out like, 
you know, it started coming in a little bit, and then it just, like, went totally absurd. They do definitely and feel like they have to keep one-upping themselves. It's, that's exactly it. Like, that's if the movie felt. had been three hours, who knows? They would have had public executions. Like, <laughs> they had to keep up with themselves. Yeah, and I'm- the Joy character, uh, she likes... I kind of like her Jobu Joe character when she first starts, and then it gets, like, sillier and sillier and more dramatic, and it just, like, kept taking me out of it, and, like... The rock stuff I didn't mind, but I actually feel like I would have liked it better if they had pulled back in other areas and the rocks were like the most absurd thing. I think that would have been hilarious and like enjoy. So it was like I had a hard time enjoying because there was literally everything everywhere all at once (laughs) at all times. Yeah, I I, I mean, I think it's like I don't fault anyone for liking this movie. I didn't hate this movie. Like I, I liked it like just slightly below average, you know, according to, like, you know, the movies I've rated and everything. Oh, um, can I ask what it got on, on camera? Okay, six. Six, six. <laughs> um, That's fair. I no thought one, you no would... One... I th- uh, your first introduction, I felt like you gave it, like, a three. Oh, six yeah. is fair, because it doesn't get a ten from me. I, give, I would give it, like, a 7.5 or an eight. I thought it was really good. I thought it was cool. I'm not, like... It's not my favorite movie. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool idea, and I love how original it is. It's my main thing. We were, like, flabbergasted by the hype. I think immediately when we were done watching it, I was just like, wait, wait, what? And I think the mom (laughs) and dad both killed their roles. Oh, the dad was Mm -hmm. so good. Uh, I forget his name, but he was... Mom and dad both kill it. Yeah. And the daughter does well, too, but the mom and dad kill it. Yeah. See, the thing is, I, I, I did not think the daughter was very convincing. I think, like, frowning... And saying I'm gay was like a lot of like her character. Like we didn't get to see much of her inner world. Actually, we we are led to let believe- down by her parents. It's really a story about the mom, but it's in some ways they're like they vacillate. Like, in, who do we get their full character and their full story? Really, only the mom and the dad to an extent. We don't learn anything about daughter's world. So if you want to cast it as if you want to cast it as a story about the daughter, then you would say that that was a total miss because you don't know much about the daughter. To me, it's a story about the mom, and the daughter is very is just supporting. Like she supports this telling the story arc of a of a immigrant mom understanding how to parent their child in a mm-hmm. more in a better way through this ridiculous multiverse world. And I, and I do feel like the movie overstays its welcome in almost every single moment. That I was just like, fucking get on with it. A lot of times throughout. The, like, the fanny pack fight sequence, great. And then it's like, they all stand back up again. I'm just like, okay, come on. Can we, can we keep it going? I understand why, because it's a pretty low-budget movie, but not as low-budget as you might think. Um, I wouldn't honestly think low-budget. Like it's that- 15 million, and they shot it in 40 days, which is very impressive. Yeah. Just literally just like the scene where like I have a distinct memory scene in the theater the the shot where you get a zoom in on either daughter or mom's face and it through all of the universes like because you only see like seven universes for real. But really, but only when three, it right? when it like scrolls through like brrr, you know that shot where yeah, yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. her face is changing. I was like, just that thought shot by itself. Like they had to take all those pictures of her in different outfits, or was that CGI? That's the only exception. So 
I'll let you get on with your point, but I just wanted to clarify. So they shot most of the movie in 40 days, but then those shots in that sequence is a whole year's worth of photos that the okay, uh, I'm one like, of the directors bro, did with a black the, magic camera. How long that shit lasts is like, that has with to be 150 pocket. different photos, 150 different costume and makeup. Like, it's crazy. So they, they're like, moving really super, quickly, so they must not be all. It's like they superimpose the background, so it's like... I think they had to make her wear all these different clothings okay. and then they like um, superimposed a bunch of backgrounds that one of the Daniels took over a year with a black magic camera through just he would go to different locations and when he was on vacation and stuff like take photos, which is okay. cool. Yeah, very cool. I for as and this is to the movie's credit and detriment, uh, like I don't want to mischaracterize what I'm saying. No one talks about this movie talks about how crass it is which we've been over they also don't talk about this movie that it primarily takes place on a soundstage that's an office building okay like the movie is almost a hundred like 90 percent in this office building that once they enter once the main evelyn the main michelle yo character enters at nearly the beginning of the movie you don't exit and here's how i i heard jamie lee curtis on um mick garris's podcast talking about making this movie and the way she talked about it, she talked about like this whole sequence. They shot a lot of stuff with like, the, the hot dog fingers, and like they shot stuff. And I thought that like Michelle, uh, sorry, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be the big bad guy in one of the multiverses, and she's coming along, and that Michelle Yeoh has to show down with her, but she's also in another universe in love with her, and it's like this whole love and hate thing. And I thought that's where this was going, but instead we just get like a really prolonged fight sequence with Jamie Lee Curtis and. And Evelyn, the Eve- uh, I don't know, original Jamie Lee Evelyn, Curtis, the tax lady, right? Is the tax lady mm-hmm. got from, yeah, from yeah. Halloween. And, <laughs> the um, tax lady from Halloween. <laughs> which is what she prefers to go by. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just think, like, you know, expectations are really high because we saw this movie a week ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of room to hate this movie because of, like, it let... I think but you that, gave it a six, so if you had never heard anything of it, you would have been like, cool, that six. was good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, we don't do ratings on this podcast, like, but I rate movies for my own like edification, and I like numbers. Yeah. Um, though numbers don't always like me. Um, so... <laughs> anyway, um, we should do our new... Uh, we could call this the stack rating system. Um Dedicated what? to our biggest fan, Ocean only Stack. Fan. I mean, biggest fan. Sh- biggest Shout fan. out. You said you have an OnlyFans? <laughs> our our OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Slash Ocean Stack. Shout out to our OnlyFans account. <laughs> right. Where we post just our podcast. Right. Still. Yeah, yeah. It's no different. Right. It's a still frame oh, of our space heater. I wanted to bring up one more thing before we Oh, okay, it okay. All one right. consideration was that I was like, are we just too old for this movie? Mm. Like... I think the humor... I think humor, it is a Gen Z movie to an extent. Exactly. The yeah. humor and the style and the costumes and like... Well, the costumes that are boom, phenomenal. Boom, 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 but just ridiculous. like mm. the attitude, I felt like it's a Gen Z movie. I do actually see that. Though yeah. the Daniels are like my age, slightly... Actually, no, they're slightly older and they went to Emerson, but we did not overlap. Really? Shut They graduated up. like the year before I got there. Okay. Hmm. But... It felt like scrolling at E-Bomb's World account in 1999. <laughs> Gen Z doesn't even know what that is. Uh, yeah, yeah. take that in your Gen Z pipe and smoke it, or your vape and smoke it. Um, <laughs> okay, back to the... <laughs> so the stack. The stack, the stack, stack method. 
We're Stack only fans. <laughs> um, the uh, rating system which we use is: Will you buy this? For those of you that buy physical media, Cody wants to know I'm talking to you and Andrew <laughs> and myself. Movies will unlimited. you watch it? We would you like you know if this was on, watch it or just skip it. Teresa, you can interpret this rating system for the first yeah. time. I would. Despite, despite my issues with it, I would watch it because I think, again, what Andrew said, I'd rather have people making these kinds of movies in the world than making just, like, shitty action films. At least they're pushing the envelope. If yeah. You, do you think they missed the mark? Yeah. Cool, but it's cool that they're pushing the envelope. And it's cool that a movie like this, like, had such big hype and, like, is in the Academy Awards. Like, it's yeah. showing, like, you don't have to... It's not for, to, like, the elite the class, you know? Sure. That's cool. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say buy it. And this is my own interpretation of buy it in that, like, um, I don't have any DVDs. but Buy if, into it. If I were to buy DVDs, it would be to the same way that one buys a record. That, like, I'm going to buy this because it's, like, cool to put on display, if we're being <laughs> honest, because it has a cultural, like, image. Mm-hmm. And, like... I can stream anything, but I would buy it because it's like this movie represents a moment in time and mm. represents like a cultural phenomenon. And I liked it. That's good. So point. I would buy it. I I will agree with watch it. I'm not I'm not so jaded that I'd skip it because I agree for all the reasons that I think this is a great that this exists. For a long time, I have been like, you know what would be a better model for these, uh, you know, uh, what do you call them, studios? Instead of spending three hundred, four hundred, five hundred million dollars, give a whole bunch of filmmakers fifteen million dollars and let them do their thing. Because more often than not, you'd end up with movies this good, which was why the '90s were wrought with movies that were made for two to five million dollars and they were excellent. So, yeah. um, I think, from my standpoint, watch this movie. I'm glad the Daniels have a five picture deal with Universal. The next thing oh, will come. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Based That's on the opening cool. weekend. Um, and so, you know, look for their $100 billion version of this coming out soon. Um, I think they're good directors. I just think their bag may not be for me because, you know, I shut off Swiss Army Man like 20 minutes into it because it's all fart jokes. So, yeah. you know, it's just not for me. So my name. Oh, oh, we forgot to do mailbag. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, do we have it's a mailbag. mailbag. It's mailbag. That's not who's uh, got the mail. What, how'd they do it in Blues Clues? Uh, uh, mail time. Mail time. Mail time. That's not a euphemism for nutsack. Mail sack. My mail bag. <laughs> My mail bag. My mail bag. Um, Speaking of, I wrote it down. Mail humor. Me. Yes. Oh yes. Give me an Oscar now, please. Um, <laughs> God, where did I write my There it is. Down? There's the shade. It yeah. came out. Yeah, you guys didn't hear it. No one's no one's listened this long. We're what twenty two minutes in. <laughs> You know, I wonder if they're actually surprised about their Oscar oh, they're nominations. They're surprised. like, what the fuck? How did we do this? I, I mean, be... once they saw all the hype pre-Oscars, they're not surprised. But they... I mean, like, I'm sure they were surprised by the hype. I'd be like, yeah. this is just this wacky-ass movie we made, and now, like, and I bet they were happy it. with it, but I don't think... Yeah. I'm sure their expectations were not to that level. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, with okay, that so said... Okay, so here's the question. Oh, go ahead. Were you about to sign us off? No, no, no. I was just going to okay. say, like you know some film producers should give the aldens 15 million dollars and they'll oh, yeah. make a film that'll win 12 oscars 
Well, we don't know about that, but someone could give us money and we can try. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to try. <laughs> um, okay, so the question of this is, this being our 51st episode. Bring your, word to each bring your notebook in front of you. But I was trying to do a whispery. Oh. Doppler. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm directing you. Okay, so this being our 51st episode in the relaunch of Small Rings Big Picks. Pew, 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 pew. Is that air horns? I don't know. I don't know. Lasers? Or is it lasers? <laughs> um, Maybe lasers. In your mind, what is the best sports movie of all time? Shoot from the hip. Quickly. Now. Shoot go. from the hip. Teresa, Man, who's our first? Uh, best sports movie of all time. The first one that came into mind was Remember the Titans, but I don't think I agree with that. <laughs> You told and, me and divided. The first one that came to my mind was Airbud, and I definitely don't oh, agree wow. with that one. Airbud and Remember the Titans. Lock you asked me to shoot from the hip too quick, no. but I, Remember the Titans is good. Like I'm not bad at that pick, but it's not probably the best ever. I have two. Okay. A League of Their Own and Moneyball. Ooh, I enjoy two both baseball of those. movies. Yeah, wow. I like the baseball movies. Um, I really liked as a younger person. The Samuel L. Jackson one. I don't even remember Coach what Carter. it's called. Coach Carter. <laughs> but I, I bet if I watched it now, I would think it wasn't very good. Is my guess. Because other movies from that era, I remember I watched John Q again. And I was like, eh, it's not, not as good as I remember it. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. But like, let's go with Coach. Coach. No, let's go with Remember the Titans. That's a safe yeah. thing. A football movie. Mm. Yeah, the footballs. We love football around We here. love football. For more What's on yours? football, watch our, <laughs> listen to our uh, podcast, Small Brains Big Picks. Uh, this wasn't a terribly hard question for me. The first movie I thought of when I saw this question come in through the mail sack. Yeah, um, come in through the mail sack. It yes. wrote it. Yes, it's <laughs> coming through the mail sack is also a euphemism for a catheter. Um, <laughs> um, Major League. Major League. Oh, is that the one with the kid who yes. broke his arm? No, that's no. Rookie of the Year. No, no, Major I also League is Charlie Sheen. Rookie of the Year is great. Major League is a great. Major pick. League Major is the League's one. hard not to pick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All yeah, baseball yeah. films. Yeah. You wrote the questions. So you had time to think about yeah. it. But, yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, my name is Andrew Alden. You are Evan Sawyer, and you are Teresa Alden. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, talk to you last time. Adios. Did you say talk to you last time? <laughs> Next time. I'm sorry you said last time. Well, that's fine.